there are always pleasures forevermore. Amen? So even in your own quiet time, before you start, you know, um, rattling off your list of wants, needs, and desires at your house when you're, when you're spending time with God, it's always good to come into his presence Amen. anywhere with thanksgiving in your heart. Start thanking him. Start praising him for his goodness. Thank him for the blood of Jesus. Thank him that you're not going to hell. Amen. If there's nothing else that you can think of that day to thank him for and be grateful for, say, Jesus, I thank you for the blood of the cross. I thank you that when I die and leave this God-forsaken planet, hallelujah, not, not forsaken. He's not forsaken here while we're here. The Bible says we are light and we are the salt of the earth. We're the only thing here right now preserving this planet. Amen? Amen. Except for the fact that this whole world and planet is being upheld by the word of his power. Amen? So we're going to talk about this morning. I want to talk about faith this morning. Faith is the essence of who God is. God is love, but he is a faith God. He operates by faith. And so I want to I wanna go over some things with you because pastor's been talking about living in the fourth dimension. It's been amazing. If you missed a couple weeks ago, the first sermon he did, part one on the fourth dimension, you have to get it. Go on YouTube. Go on our YouTube channel, Word of Life Church Apopka, I think, Word of Life Church Apopka, and, and try to find that. And then last Sunday he did part two. But let's go to... Um, Hebrews 11.1, 1. amen? Actually, Hebrews, uh, not 11.1, 1, I'm very sorry, Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1, praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. Before you go to Hebrews 1, keep your hand there. Let's go to 1 John 5.4, 1 John, the love book, 5.4. Amen. Amen. Let's start with 5.1. 1 John 5.1. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. How many in here believe that Jesus is the Christ? He is the Son of God, right? So you are born of God. That's a big deal. That's a big deal for you to be born of God. Jesus told Nicodemus, you have to be born again. He said, what in the world does that mean? He says, I've already been born once. How do I crawl back into my mother's belly, right, and come out again? He said, that's not what I'm talking about. He says, you've got to not only be born by water. A woman releases water, baby comes. Sort of something like that. So um, sometimes it all comes at one time. But still, everyone in here has been born of water because you're here. But Jesus said, you must be born of not only water, that means your first time entering the world, but you must be born of the Spirit. And so the Bible says that whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is now born of the Spirit of God, is born of God. Amen? And so then it goes on to say, and everyone who loves him, who loves him, raise your hand, who begot, everyone who loves him who begot, that means everyone who loves God, who gave us his son, then also loves that whom is begotten of him. That's kind of very English. But all that means is that if you say you love God the Father, then you also are saying that you love God the Son as God. And so that's a great JW verse. What do I mean by that? That's a great Jehovah's Witness verse. You can't say, I love the Father, but I do not honor the Son as being God. He's a type of a God. No, he's God. He's the Son of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, they're three in one. Don't ask me to explain it, but they just are all God. Amen? Kind of like uh, Father Orozco, right? (laughs) Mother Orozco, son Orozco, whatever, you know, you have a baby, so it's family. So when you're talking to them, you go, you can't believe Father God. You will not inherit the earth if you don't believe God's son. You can't say I love him, but I don't love him. All right. So I've had my run-ins plenty of times, so I, I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> By this we know... 
that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. We know we love each other when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God. What is the love of God? That we keep his commandments. And what does it say? His commandments are not burdensome. Every time you think this is a burden, you need to go to the scripture and say, Lord, your commandments are not burdensome. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is what I want you to look at. Verse 4, for whatever is born of God. We already established that you are born of God because you believe Jesus is the Christ. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. What does that mean? Not just you're going to heaven when you die. You overcome now the world system, the world's way of thinking, the world's way of doing things. Who is the God of this world? Satan is the God of this world. But he said, whoever is born of God overcomes now this world and whatever stipulations or limitations are in this world by the authority of Satan, it says whoever is born of God, it now rises above that and overcomes the world. And this is the victory. Read it with me. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even what? Even our faith. Now, your faith overcomes and can overcome anything that you're facing, any situation. And I'm going to show you why. I'm going to hopefully you'll get a revelation of why your faith is so powerful. Let's go to Romans uh, 12, verse 3. Romans 12, verse 3. Now, Jesus said, even your faith, that's what overcomes the world. Well, I don't feel like I have very much faith. Well, Jesus just said that your faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So if he said your faith is the victory that overcomes this world, then you have faith. Amen. I don't care what you feel like. I don't care how you feel, what you know, what you don't know. But the God kind of faith is in you because it was put in you at the moment that you received Jesus He even gave you the faith to make the decision to believe on him. Amen. Amen. It was sitting there. It was sitting there. Yeah, you had the nature of the devil. But when someone or something was presented, the gospel of Jesus Christ was presented to you, that faith dropped down there right in front of you. That's the only way I can explain it. It dropped down there right in front of you going, do you want me? Do you want me? Do you want me? Yes. And then you receive the faith of God. All of that was done by faith. Amen. So that same faith that you did, that you used to get born again, is the same faith that's inside you that's going to take you over in every area of life. Amen. Amen. So then let's go to, um, let's see, am I done there? I am done there. Romans 12, 3. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. It doesn't mean that you can't have a good self-opinion of yourself. It just says don't be so lifted up in pride that you're better than someone else because it says that God has dealt to every man, what? The measure of faith. So say God has dealt to me a measure of faith. Now your faith can grow. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing Not just hearing anything, but hearing by the word of God. Amen. So you have faith. You have that faith muscle in you. It'll always be in you, but you can develop it. And so the more you hear the word of God, the more you pay attention to the word of God, the greater your faith grows. Proverbs 4, 20, 22, I don't have time to turn. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Don't just listen to the Bible on audiobooks. Yeah. Don't just Amen. do that. I'm not saying it's wrong, but don't just, I don't want to hear you say to me. So now you know. Now don't, don't say to me, that's all I do is I just listen to the Bible on audio. That's not, that's going to do something for you, but it's not going to do anything for you in this in the, in the essence of where he said, don't let it depart from your eyes. Right. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Don't let the word of God depart from your eyes. You put your eyes on a lot of things. You put your eyes on Facebook. You put your eyes on Instagram. You put your eyes on your work, your job. 
He said, don't let your eyes. There's something about the eye gate that's very important when you look down at the word of God and those words that God has breathed life into, they jump out and they go in through the eye gate, not just the ear gate. Amen. Amen. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life to those who find them, and they are health to all their flesh. Amen. Not just healing scriptures are health to all your flesh. Yeah, By his stripes, I am healed. He said, all my words are life. All of them. Yeah, so if yeah, you see something in there that God's like, I need you to make an adjustment here, that brings life to you. That brings health, but it has nothing to do with healing. It has everything to do with healing. All the word of God brings life to you and brings health to all your flesh. Whatever it is that you embrace, that part of the word of God is what's going to bring life and health to you. Amen? And so it says in Romans 12, 3, let's read it again. I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one of us, every one of us, the measure of faith. Let's go to Hebrews 1 now. I'm ready to go <laughs> to Hebrews 1. Praise God. Jesus is Lord. Praise the Lord. I need to, I need to find Hebrews in my Bible. All right. It's all marked up, but it doesn't just fall to it like some other places. All right, Hebrews 1, here we go. Verse 3, let me, let me start with one just because it kind of is a big, you know, it's part of a sentence. God, who's at various times and in various ways spoken time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. That's a very interesting statement. God said he made the worlds, plural, through his son. Jesus made this world, and I think there's some other worlds out there. I mean, what's the definition of world? We only know of this one. I'm not saying there's life like you and I on other planets. I'm just saying he made worlds. There's a lot of worlds out there that we haven't even thought about or haven't explored or or whatever, but it says that he made the worlds, plural, through his son. So Jesus is the one that made this planet, made this world. Amen? Very interesting. Who being, talking about Jesus, verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory. Whose glory? God's glory. Jesus is the brightness of his own father and the express image of his person. What does the father look like? It looks like Jesus, so he doesn't have a body like Jesus. But he has a form. He has a form. And so if it says Jesus is the express image of the Father, then the Father is going to look very similar to him uh, if, if you could see him. Amen? It says that he's the brightness of God. He's the express image of his person. And upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. That's a lot of stuff there, but I'm going to go back to three. He is upholding all things by the word of his power. This galaxy, this earth, your body, Everything that you're, you're sitting on, tangible, intangible stuff, is all being upheld by something you can't see. Right. It's being upheld by the word of his power. If the minute he takes that word back or he says another word to reverse what's going on, which at some point he will, okay? But right now it says everything's being upheld. It's hold, held up by the word of his power your body, your life. So is being upheld, the gravity. If he let that word go, we'd go off and float somewhere into outer space. Our bodies couldn't handle it. But everything right now is being upheld by faith, by the word of his power, by his words that he spoke a long time ago. Yes, and Jesus created this earth. 
Amen? And the Holy Spirit hovered over. I don't know how it all worked out, but God says, I created the earth through my son, Jesus. So let's go to Hebrews 11.1. Nope. Stay there. Stay there. In Hebrews, don't, don't close your Bible. Let's go to John 1. John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, chapter 1. What's it say? In the beginning was the Word, capital W, and the Word was with God. Not, not printed page, capital W Word, okay? And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, oh, he, how can the word, word be a he? Who's he? The word. It says he was in the beginning with God. Who's that he? Who's that word? Jesus. Jesus is the word made flesh. Jesus is the word. Amen. And so he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, Jesus. And without him, nothing was made that was made. All things, this was made. Well, no, this was made from a tree or piece of, yeah, but who made the tree? Who made the seed? Who gave it from the beginning? It says all things were made through him, and everything's being upheld right now by the word of his power. In him, it says, without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. His life is light to you. Amen? Now, I want, I want to just, because I just love this subject so much of healing, even though I'm talking about faith today, there was nothing, your body was made by Jesus. Your body is in the third dimension right now. But everything in the third dimension right now was made from the fourth dimension. And so everything that you can see right now was made from the unseen. So every body part that you have came from the unseen. It's made from the unseen. A doctor did not make your body. Doctors have learned and limitedly learn, and I'm not saying you should never go to them. They have limitedly learned how to operate and fix things and do cut and assist and do certain things um, in the third dimension. But they're in such a low realm here, they don't understand, many of them, they think they're God, but they don't understand that the fourth dimension made yes. the third dimension. And there's a much higher law, and there's a much higher way yes. for your body. Yes. Amen? Amen? And so the truth is, is that higher law reigns supreme if you reverence that higher law. Yes. And right. it's through the law of faith. And it's through your words. Amen. Amen? Because in Genesis 1.26, now if everything's being upheld here by the word of his power, you don't have to go there. But in Genesis 1.26, I'm going to read this to you because you're just not going to be fast enough. In Genesis 1.26, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Well, what's the likeness of God? He uses words. God said, let there be light. God said, let there be this. God said, let there be trees. God said, let there be animals. Let there be this. God said, that's how he created. God, Jesus. God, Jesus. He said, let there be this. Let there be that. Everything that he did was upheld by the word of his power. His words are full of faith. And he said, now let's make man in our image. Let them be like us. If he's upheld things by the word of his power, can you not uphelp things in yes, your lives good. by the word yes. of your power? Because he's right. made you like God. Yes. He's made Amen. you like Amen. God. And he filled you up with himself. Amen. So it'd be very careful what you say. Yes. Whatever you're believing and saying right now is exactly what you're yes. getting. That's so you right. need to check up on what you're believing Amen. and and what you're saying. Yes. The things that you believe and say on a daily basis, that's exactly what you're having. Amen. If you want to have something different, you need to start getting a mental image from the word yes. of God and start believing what he said and start saying it. That's good. Even if you don't believe it right at the point of you saying it, go ahead and say it anyways and keep building that mental image, that picture. How do I build that? Through the word of God. Amen. Let's talk about your bodies. Your bodies were made from the unseen. It's a seen thing, but it's made from the unseen. So it's only really, really perfectly fixed from that realm. Amen. So everything that God made 
Jesus, God, Jesus, God, made, he made from light and love because he's love. He's faith. The very essence of him is faith. He's light. He's love. And so every body part that was made, it was made through light, love, and faith. And so it operates the best, amen, amen, through those principles. You are to walk in the light as he is in the light. You are to do those things that he's asked you to do because he's enabled, he's empowered you through his grace to do those things. And so you are to walk in love, not, not, not saying that everything everybody does to you is okay. That's not what that means, sweetness and, and all that. All that means is that you release them from that debt because Jesus released you from the debt. Well, I didn't do anything as bad as they did to me. It doesn't matter. Jesus said, release them from the debt and let me take care of it. You always walk in love. You always walk in the light of his word as much as you, as much as you know. And if you've been a Christian for a long time and you don't know a lot, that's on you. Because God expects you to know certain things if you've been born again for a long time. He does expect you to get into his word and read those things. And you will be held responsible on that day of of judgment, not you're not judged according to wrath, but there will be a judging for us, the body of Christ, on how long were you born again? 35 years. How come you don't know this? Amen. 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 So as long as you walk in light, love, and you and faith, and we're going to find out what faith is. Amen? Amen. Faith is really just an unshakable confidence in God's word. It's just an unshakable confidence. Like, this is what you said, and I have chosen to believe it. Yes. No matter what my body says, no matter what yes. people say, yes. Jesus, this is what you said, and I have chosen to believe it. And that's obedience to Amen. his word. If this is what you said, I've chosen to believe it. Yeah. You believed it when he said, whosoever believes on me shall never die. Amen. And that's how you got born again. Why don't you believe the other stuff that he said? Amen. Amen. It's yeah. really important. So Hebrews 11, let's start with verse 1. Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith, we're talking about faith. And I had forgotten that the last time I preached many years ago in this class, <laughs> it seems like it's been forever, um, I said I was going to preach on faith. I've forgotten all about that. Now, faith is the substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. All right, everybody say faith is substance. It, it is a substance. God called it a substance. It's just as real to God as, as, you, as I can touch Chloe and her body is real. God said faith is the substance. It's that thing that replaces the manifestation of you seeing it until it comes yeah. and you can see it with your third dimensional eyes. But you've got to see it in the fourth dimension before you ever see it in the third dimension. You've got to see it in the unseen realm. You've got to see it in the spirit, the spirit of your heart. Got to say, ah, that's what I see. That's mine. He said I could have it and I receive that by faith. Amen. Amen. So faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is evidence of things that you can't see. But it's still evidence. Amen. It's the evidence of the fourth dimension of things you can't see in the third dimensions. It is evidence that exists in the unseen realm to you right now that is actually from the seen, in the seen realm. So remember this. Everything you see, everything you hear, everything you can touch right now in this seen realm came and was created out of that unseen realm. Right. So why can't all the things that you need right now Come now again from that unseen realm to correct Amen. and to make right. Because that's where it, that's where it originated from. Amen. Don't just be okay with staying on this third dimension level. Get your eyes on the word and go, I came from this unseen realm. These chairs came from this unseen realm. Everything I need in my life emotionally, physically, spiritually comes from this unseen realm because that's where it started from. I'm made in the image of God. I can be like God. I can act like God. My voice is an address in the spirit. What I found to be so interesting is that this, uh, in heightened places of security, when fingerprints are not enough, the, they say that you have to speak into that machine before that door opens in heightened places of security. So you have a voice print. Scientists say every person has a voice print that's even stronger than their own fingerprint. Wow. 
so that in heightened places of security, not only eyes, but you have to sometimes speak because no one has a voice like yours. No one. It is a voice print. And that's really good for me because I lost mostly all my prints on my fingers, probably from playing the guitar. I had to go three times to get my, and, and they still couldn't pick up a print on any of my fingers. Now, I don't know what happened to this hand because I don't really strum with my fingers, probably the filing or, or the keyboard, but basically most of my fingerprints were gone three times to get my concealed weapons license quite a few years ago. So I kept going back and back and back, and finally I looked at the guy or the woman the third time and said, listen, this is the third or fourth time. You're not going to get a print off me. They're gone. So you might want to go and just look at my record. I have no record. I'm not a felon. I've never been to jail. I've never been whatever. So I want my concealed weapons permit, but you're not going to get it off my hands or my, and they didn't try my feet. But the truth is, is that there was no print for me, but my voice is a print. And your voice is your address in the spirit. Nobody has a voice like you. David said in the Psalms, he said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy temple, and the mountains and the hills and the foundation shook. You cry unto the Lord with your voice from a heart of faith, from a heart of, of repentance, from a heart of, of sincerity. There is no other voice like yours. Amen. The mountains and the hills will shake, and your God will hear you from his holy temple. Yes. Amen. Amen. So Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance. i got to watch my time. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Bible hope, what is that? You gotta, how do you develop hope? There's got to be an expectation. When a woman is pregnant, she's expecting. And her expectation gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But what I'm saying is that she hasn't seen the baby yet. I mean, they see it in a sonogram, but she hasn't seen the baby. So they call it expecting. She's expecting. What are you expecting? You're going to get exactly what you're expecting. Amen. What do you have your eyes on? What are you hoping for? What are you expecting? And we don't talk a lot about hope, but you've got to have hope before you can actually activate your faith. You've got to have a picture in your mind. This is what I hope for. can't just jump into faith and go... You have nothing. You've drawn no picture. That's what pastor's talking about, your mental image. What are you drawing on the picture of your heart? You get your hope from the word of God. Are you expecting something good to happen or are you expecting something bad to happen? Are you expecting God to bless you or expecting God to curse you? you got to have that hope before you ever have that faith. So everything you're looking at, everything you're dwelling on is either hope deferred or hope encouraged. Amen. Amen. And so it says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It always brings substance to what you're hoping for. If you're not hoping for anything, there's not much substance there. Amen? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Get your hope out of the word of God. It is evidence of things you can't see. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Love this. <clears throat> Verse 3. By faith we understand. Come on, say we understand. We understand that the world's Again, there's that S. The worlds, there's some more out there. <laughs> by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. The things that are seen here right now in this room were not made of things that you can see. Yep. A chair did not make a chair. A tree did not make a tree. Yes, it reproduced after its own kind, but the original seed, where did that come from? It did not come from some man. It came from God. So we understand that these worlds, including this one, was framed by what? The word. There's that word again. It was framed by the word of God. When my husband built a couple houses for us, and I thought it was so cool in the framing section of the the, the house, before the sheetrock went up, it was so cool because I could walk through the walls yeah. and go, okay, this is where this is going to go. I, would, I wouldn't have to walk around through the doorways. I could just walk through all the framework of the walls. But I saw 
what the framework on top of the foundation look like. Once the sheetrock and the paint and the stucco, all that nice stuff, that's the pretty stuff that kind of dresses all that up. You don't want to kind of leave that open like that. But it's the framework and the foundation that held the house up. Right. And so that's what God's saying. He said, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Your body was framed by the word of God. The NLT says it was formed by his word. He didn't just, he didn't just think it. He, it didn't say he just used his hands. Yeah. It said it was framed out. It was formed out by his word. Well, if he made you in his image, yeah. um, why, why can't you frame your personal world? Amen. You can. You can frame your world by getting an agreement with the word of God. That's being unshakably confident in God's word. If his words framed this world and the way he made you, why can't you being made in his image framed your own personal space, your own personal words? Check up on what you're saying. If you don't like what you're saying, you need to change what you're saying. Because you're eventually going to believe what you're saying. Even if you're throwing words out there and you're joking all the time and just throwing stupid words out there, don't don't keep doing that. Don't keep doing that. Because eventually you're going to see those words and and that that is what you're going to become. You are, yeah, what you eat, but you are what you say. You are whatever you've been saying is what you are and what you have. So by faith we understand, he says, that the worlds were framed out by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And so when something's going wrong in my body, I say, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I give praise and glory. I don't run to the internet anymore. I don't run, see what's going on because everything on the internet is like everything's everything. You know, every symptom's everything. You know, you got everything. When you I got this symptom, you got everything. So I just say glory to God. Jesus bore my sickness. He bore my infirmities because I keep my eyes on that a lot. By his stripes, I was healed. Himself, Jesus himself said it. Himself took your infirmities, Matthew 8, 17. Why do I know? Because I've looked at it. I didn't, I didn't memorize it. I've looked at that verse five million times. Matthew 18, 8, 17. Himself took your infirmities. He bore your sicknesses. He, he bore. It means he picked them up off you and he put them on himself. If he picked them up off me, put them on himself, I don't have to take them back off him and put them on myself. He picked them. That's stupid. If, if, if I'm going shopping with, with Rob and Michelle and they say, would you please bring the groceries in? I bring all the groceries in because they're doing something else. I put them on the kitchen counter. They don't have to run back and get all the groceries and take them back out to the car and bring them back in. We yeah. wouldn't do that. That's stupid. That's, That's right. been done. Yeah. That Come service on. has yeah. been accomplished. Yeah. And so that's what Jesus says. He says, I lifted yes. the burden Amen. of the groceries, the, the, the sickness groceries Amen. off of you. Because that came through sin. The Bible says in Romans that death came because of sin. Death came because of sin, because Adam's sin. Not necessarily because you're sinning. You might be sinning, but it's just because sin's in the world. If you walk in love and forgiveness, right, and repentance, you're pretty much good and clean. People are sick because of two main reasons. They don't walk in love. They don't forgive. And they don't have the proper knowledge of the word of God that they need. Ignorance, ignorance, and they don't walk in love in their life. That's the main reason Christians are sick. The main reason. Those are just two big reasons. So check check yourself up on those, and then you can receive by faith. Amen? So let's go to, um, whoa, I need to hurry. That's okay. I got three more weeks. Amen. Your faith draws from the unseen fourth dimension and it brings it down into the third dimension just like God did. He's fourth dimension. He spoke. He formed. You're fourth dimension too. Your spirit is fourth dimension. You are a fourth dimension being. And so you can speak from that unseen realm which is real. It's more real than this one because it created this one. 
And the more you spend time with God and pray in the spirit and read his word, the more real that unseen realm becomes to you. You are going to enter that unseen realm in a very tangible way soon when he comes back for you. But it's still just as real and more real than this one because it created this one. Amen. You can always draw from that unseen realm and bring it into your seen realm because you're made like God. Amen. All right. He says, I made you in my image. What did we say? 1 John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. 1 John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcomes this world system, even our faith. Not your good looks, not how sweet you are, even our faith. Faith works in the fourth dimension, and it brings things into your third dimension world. Amen? Is that too much for you guys? But let me, let me read something very simple to you. Let me read something very simple to you. Verse 4, by faith, very interesting, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Uh, That looks like a little bit like obedience to me. He offered by faith. It means he just was obeying God. God said, I want a lamb. He told Cain, I want a lamb. And Cain brought fruit. He's like, I ain't asking my brother for a lamb. He was too proud. God just said he didn't want a lamb just because Abel had lamb and was tending the lambs and the sheep. He just said, that's what I'm going to choose for an offering until I send my son. He says, I want a lamb. Go buy a lamb with your fruit, but don't bring fruit to me. Fruit doesn't have blood. That's all God was saying. It says, by faith, Abel offered the more excellent sacrifice. He just did what God said. And there's something hooked to faith, which is called obedience. Sometimes it's just obeying God. If God said, just do it, that's faith. By faith, Megan obeyed God. By faith, Chloe obeyed God, and she walked in love, and she forgave. By faith, Robert did what the Word of God says, and so he, he obtained a more excellent testimony than someone else who didn't do this by faith. So really, it's just faith is a really an act of obedience. It's not, okay, I believe God, I believe God, but then you go out and you do something totally opposite what God told you to do. That, that's nothing. That does nothing. You have, to, you have to do what he's asking you to do. Amen? It says, um, by faith, Enoch was taken away, so he did not see death. He was not found. Because God had taken him. Why? For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He did what God asked him to do. And and don't, don't go there with me. I just can't do it. Yes, we have been given the grace to do everything God's given us to do. Because Romans 6 says, if you hadn't read it later, sin now no longer has dominion over you. No control. What you do now as a Christian, if you sin, you do it just because you darn well wanted to. Not because Satan made you do it. You were listening to the wrong voice, but your heart, you could have stopped. And the Bible says sin has no dominion. Anything that you do now under the nature of God in you is just because you willingly did it. Not because that's your nature. It's no longer your nature. Amen? All right. Thank God for 1 John 1, 9. Forgiveness. Amen? But without faith, verse 6, tell me what it says. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God, here it is, here's a good definition. He who comes to God must believe, number one, that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Not just once a week on Sunday. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here and not somewhere else at the beach. But the truth is, is that diligently seeking means Proverbs says someone who diligently seeks is someone who digs in the ground looking for the word like they would look for gold. Gold's not just lying on the ground. It's under the dirt. It's in the riverbeds of North Carolina. It's wherever it is. It's out in California somewhere. The truth is it's not just lying on the ground. It's in the deep caverns and the caves 
running those streamlined vein lines through the rock. So he says the word of God is precious. Yeah. He says someone who actually looks and diligently seeks the word of God is like someone diligently seeking for gold. Yeah. And so if you don't treat the word of God like that, you're probably not going to get much in life. Amen. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe. What did I read? Romans 12, 3. He has dealt to every man. Say, I have a measure of faith. I have a measure of faith. I please God. And the more I develop it, the more pleasing I become. Amen. And we're not talking about that you're not accepted because of the blood. Everybody's accepted. If you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord, you accepted his righteousness. It wasn't your works. It wasn't your righteousness. We're not talking about the Bible says we've all been accepted in the blood, in the beloved. Amen. Because you accepted his sacrifice. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about on the other side going, okay, without faith, it's impossible to please him. He can love you. Let me just say it this way. How many of y'all have children? I have three children biologically, and I have five with my husband. Amen? Amen. So, so I love all my children the same. Right. Now, I can talk about the biological ones now because I, you know, they grew up with right. me. The other ones were, were gone. They were older. But the truth is, is that I love them all the same. I don't love any of my boys any different. Like, I love you more, I love you less. But I will say this, there seems to be a, a more, um, how do you say, a more affection in my heart and a drawing to the one that wants to spend more time with me than the other or others. So when that one comes to me and says, I don't love him anymore, it just blesses my heart because he says, Mom, let's go out to dinner. Let's go out to lunch. Hey, I'm going to take you out. Hey, Mom, I bought you this. I was thinking about you when I was so-and-so. That means something to me, but it doesn't mean I love that other guy less. I love him so much. My love, and that's how God is. He's like, it blesses his heart. When you spend time with him, when you're obedient to him, when you want to fellowship him. Listen, God made you in his image. If you like your kids to come see you at Christmas and you like to be with family and you want to have a good family relationship and you love to see grandbabies and you want your family to be worked out and you want to just have a good Christmas and a good Thanksgiving without people going off the deep end, right? That's in your heart of hearts. You just want to have turkey and dressing and have a good time without your kids yelling at each other, right? You just want everyone to, to love each other on that day and be kind and be good and have a good time. What, you're made in God's image. What is he like? He wants fellowship. He loves it when you want to have Thanksgiving with him. He loves it when you say, God, I want to be with you. God, I want to spend time with you. God, what's on your heart today? God, I want to give in the offering to you. I want to buy you something. I want to give. I want to bless your heart. I want to bless your work. He's just like you. Why? Because you're just like him because he made you in his image. Does that make sense? He's a great father and he loves family. And he misses you when you don't spend time with him. And your faith pleases him. When you spend time with him, you're saying, God, I trust you're a rewarder. You're a rewarder. You reward, you're a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Amen? And so it says, by faith Noah, being divinely warned. He keeps talking about these people not yet seen. He was divinely warned of things not yet seen. He says there's a flood coming. He'd never seen rain in his life. It didn't rain before then. Moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed. It goes on and on and on and on. By faith, Noah did this. By faith, Enoch spent time with God. By faith. Abel offered a more excellent, he, he obeyed God. By faith, Abraham obeyed and, and left his land and went and did what he told. By faith, Sarah, she conceived, she, she received strength to conceive because she finally stopped laughing that it was impossible yeah. for her to have a son. Right, right. So what is this? Faith is hooked to obedience. It's just saying, God, you said it. And so I'm going to put my confidence in that word and I'm going to do it. That's all faith is. God, you said it. I'm going to take this as true. 
You said it, so I'm going to do it. No holes barred. I'm just going to do it. Amen. So we're going to pray in two minutes, but I'm going to take you to one scripture. I'm going to take you to one scripture, and then we will continue this. Amen. Matthew somewhere. Wow. I should have written this down. Matthew. I have to find it. Sorry about that. Um, Okay, Matthew 9, verse 19. Matthew 9, verse 19. Jesus arose and followed him. He's, get, he's on his way to Jairus' house. Jairus' daughter had died, or she was very sick. And on the way, the people came and said, forget it, don't bother the master anymore. She's dead. And he looked at Jairus. He didn't pay any attention. I mean, what they said was true as a fact in the third dimension. Right. She had died. Am I right? They weren't lying. Right. They weren't just being bullies. They, they were telling the truth right. in the fact of the third dimension. Jairus' daughter was dead. But they looked, and now we're, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what I'm talking about right now. They looked at him and said, don't bother the master. Who, who, who has the right to look at you? and say, stop bothering the master when you've asked him for a request. Who has a right to say to you, you can't really believe for that. That's impossible. Who has a right? What voice are you listening to your ear? Is it a person? Is it a devil? Is it an influence in your ear? Who has a right to say you can't have that? Everything that you can have is propelled by your faith. And you can have it. You can have whatever it is that you need from God. Because he said, help me all your needs, whatever it is you want, whatever things you desire, Mark eleven twenty four. 24, whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it right now when you pray. Amen. Receive it how? Not in the natural, by faith. Amen. And you'll have it. You have to believe you receive it from the fourth dimension before you can see it in the third dimension. Amen. You have to receive it right there in prayer yes. in the fourth dimension before it'll ever show up in your third dimension. Yes. And so he said, he said, Jesus turned. He didn't even address the naysayers. They were telling the truth. They were speaking a fact. Be careful what you say in facts. Be careful what you say in facts. Just be careful. And he looked at Jairus, Jairus, and he said, don't be afraid. Only believe. That's it. That's it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry she died. Let's turn around. Let's see if we can help someone who's actually living because I only have a limited amount of power here. That is not what he said. He looked straight at Jairus. He said, keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on the word. Don't be afraid. Only believe. He didn't say they were wrong. He didn't say the facts weren't right. He didn't say she's dead. He said she's only sleeping. I mean, to him, she's only sleeping. Because he's going to raise her up. He just looked at him and said, don't be afraid. Only believe. And so there was a woman with the issue of blood. So here they go on the way. And I'm sure Jairus was a little stressed like, oh, we need to get there. She's only been dead five minutes. We need to get the master there. But Jesus said, there's a woman with an issue of blood. She had it for 12 years and she tried to get all the help. She tried everything. She, She spent all of her money on doctors. How many can relate? And, and, and she, she said, verse 20, suddenly a woman, a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years. Come on, people. Come on, people. Men, you don't understand. But women, you know what a flow of blood is. Can you imagine bleeding nonstop for 12 years? Nonstop. I didn't even like when it happened once a month. What about nonstop? Come on. We're adults in here. I don't think there's any kids. 12 years nonstop bleeding. Not good. Takes a lot out of you. I'm surprised she didn't die before that. She had a flow of blood for 12 years. She came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said, for she used her words, she used her address in the voice, of her, 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 her address, which is in the spirit. She used her voice. She said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be made well. I shall be made well. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer. Get happy, daughter. Your faith has made you well, and that woman was made well from that self-same hour. 
He didn't say my power made you well. Does he have power? Yes, he does. And it's available to all. She wasn't even born again. She didn't even know she had to get saved. You guys are under a better covenant than they were. He hadn't even died yet. And he said to her, he, he said, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Now, I want everyone to say this. Say, if her faith can make her well, if her trusting God and her trusting in his power and his words, then my faith can make me well. Because I'm made in the image of God, and I say, body, be healed. Mind, be healed. Say your name. Lisa, be well in Jesus' name. All right. That was your confession. God bless every person in here. I plead the blood of Jesus over every person in this place. I plead the blood. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. We can't say we plead innocent because we weren't innocent. We can't go before the judge, God the judge, and say we plead guilty because Jesus took our sins. So what do we say? We plead blood, Jesus' blood. Thank you for washing us in your blood. We accept that gift of righteousness that you gave us, and we thank you that if her faith can make her well, my faith can make me well. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big give now button or you can text 407-955-5345 and remember our pastor's vision is this we grow christians so we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time